Hi, Internet. Welcome back. We are Only Lovers Book Club. We are a super cool book club that reads a romance once a month. And we take turns picking the books and asking each other questions about it. Um, this month, we read Night Shift. Choose your own, is it choose your, thanks. Choose a, your own erotic <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> a choose your own erotic fantasy. Yeah, you can't say choose your own adventure, like it says on my shirt, because that's actually owned by someone else. So yes. Anyway, it's by uh, um, film adult film star and entrepreneur, Joanna Angel. And that, it was my pick, so I'm gonna be leading our discussion. But before we get into all of that, a couple of plugs. Um, make sure that if you just happen to just stumble upon into this uh, sex shop, that you choose the path to subscribe to our channel. Uh, and if you're listening to this on podcast form, try to give us a subscribe, make sure to like, and if you're feeling super generous, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, you can find us all over the internet, uh, mostly on Instagram. You can find our, our the links to our socials in the description box. Um, you can support Drea by buying her book, Westwood Monster Patrol, with links to Amazon. Tashai has an awesome website with some creative writing and journaling and poetry, thinktashai.com. And I'm mostly on Instagram, um, but I have a zine you guys can check out. I'll put all links and all this stuff in the, in the description below. Let's talk about our current read, Night Shift. After graduating college, Taryn found herself lost and uncertain of what to do next. With a self-imposed, friendless, and sexless life, Taryn unexpectedly winds up working in the graveyard shift at Dreams, a sex shop in Pasco <laughs> County, Florida. Tucked into a seedy strip mall on the side of a highway, hilarious and erotic surprises lurk around every neon-lit corner. Your mission. In a sketchy and sexy world filled with tissues, gallons of lube, sex toys, tiger print, and swinger parties, help Taryn choose her way as she learns what happens in this small, unexpectedly kinky town. From butt plugs to cross-dressing truckers to being held up at gunpoint over dildos, experience this fun and sexy journey along with Taryn as she goes from shy and sweet to skilled and empowered. But how she gets there is up to you. Joanna Angel is an award-winning adult film star, director, producer, author, entrepreneur, and CEO of The Venue venerated adult studio, Burning Angel Entertainment. A true Renaissance woman and inductee to AVN's Hall of Fame, she is ready to flaunt her simply delicious mind and take the literary world by storm. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, so I picked this because I you think I saw it. For me. Sorry, what? Oh, I yes. Said, I wanted to torture me. <laughs> well, I mean... Not on purpose, but it was a it was a plus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I saw it on my Instagram feed. I uh, got really curious about it because I'd never read an a choose your own kind of like adventure, erotic adventure. Uh, I know that we have read the choose your own romance. Um, I forget what the what it's called. Your ladies choosing or something like that. I don't remember what the, what the original it's by the authors who wrote the. Taylor Swift, Nancy Brew book. Um, and that was pretty cute and a little bit queer because you can pick the girl in the romance as well. I thought it would be interesting. Uh, and we hadn't read anything like Sexy Sexy uh, since the, the year started. And so <laughs> here we are. So I 
let's go around and give our uh, general impressions. And then I've got some questions for you. I also asked some, I asked uh, the Instagram, the Instagram uh, to, <laughs> if they had any questions as well. And I have a few. So we can go through we can go through those as well because I feel like I just want to know like what path you took, where did this adventure take you, how many liquids were spilled, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, I'll start with Tosh because uh, I think you actually finished it before before us. Yeah, um, so I finished it like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven books ago. Um, <laughs> Proud of uh, you. Thanks. I gave it three stars. Um, I, I finished every adventure. I read it over and over to get through every like possible ending you could get to. I think there are like four total. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it might just be three. I feel like it's four. But yeah, I went through the first one and then figured I'd go back just to see what ends up happening. Um it takes a lot more turns than I thought it would take. Like the book doesn't feel big, but as I was going through it, I kept finding little sections that I hadn't read and, and kind of rediscovering different little plot points. Um, I liked the idea of it. Um, I liked that it had non-heteronormative uh, romances. And it was like not necessarily like cisgendered and not necessarily heterosexual romances. So there was, you know, a little bit of variety in, in who the main character was kind of ending up um, with throughout the story and like who she was hooking up with. Mm -hmm. um, the writing is not great. <laughs> I think that uh, Joanna Angel you know, wrote something fun and quirky and like, you know, something to kind of put out there and put something new and like interesting into the universe. And I think, you know, as far as like erotic literature, this isn't, you know, like doing harm, I think, um, as, as much as like it could be doing, um, because this is, you know, a, a pornographic fantasy there's a lot in terms of like consent that I'm not necessarily super into and um some of the like decisions I'm not super into so as far as like realistic portrayals like that's not what this is that's not what this is it's not what's happening here like health is not a concern at all to anybody this is just <laughs> purely pornographic, like cotton candy universe stuff. Um, I gave it three because I think the idea behind it is fun. And with like a better editing process and some more like maybe some help with uh, the plots and character development, this could be a lot stronger. Um, but just the fact that this kind of exists and feels like it's written for people to just like enjoy and learn a couple new things. Like I didn't want to give it two stars just cause like, I understand, I think what she's trying to do and I appreciate it. And she is, you know, she does have her own business and I like respect that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think 
I probably would have done like two and three fourths <laughs> if I could fraction if I could fraction off my scores, but because it's on the higher end, I just I just gave it three stars. Yeah, I get I get you. Yeah. Um, I can go next because I know that Drea read it last, so I agree with a lot of what you said. I also gave it three stars. I did not go through all of the adventures. I felt like it was <laughs> too much. I was not curious to go through all of the adventures either. The ones I did go through, I thought were really interesting. Not really interesting. I was just kind of like, huh. There's the one where I did two. The cross-dressing truck driver path. I thought it was really surprising. Um, just the amount of oral sex they were having was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also did where she hooks up with the sex toy salesperson. Yeah, um, who I kept imagining is Ruby Rose. Yeah, and she's a like, ghosts her. Like she doesn't end up with her. And I said, "Whoa, what the heck?" I I thought it was because you know I think that I don't think that. Well, I'm not sure. Like, um, is the assumption, you know, what I I I like the idea that. I even if I had wanted to, that kind of was out of my hands because sometimes relationships don't work that way. You want them to, <laughs> and then they don't. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of like on a video game when you want to romance a character, but you can't. They have their own preferences, and you're not it. Um, Story and, of my life. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This it kind of. Now that you say that, I know you're talking about Dream Daddy, but I felt like wouldn't this make? I was going to ask if it was the pigeon. Story. Oh. The pigeon one, the dream daddy one, the one where it's like monsters at college. Like no, none of them ever played <laughs> me. Um, but it did seem like I could probably play this on, like on. I, I could probably play the Steam game and enjoy it more than mm -hmm. just kind of like reading it. Yeah. Because um, like a game, right? A game book. Um, and yeah, and then so in my adventure, she. Well, you, if you guys read a ball, then you know that she ends up with the author. <laughs> She ends up yeah. with <laughs> um, and then kind of starts her own career path. I thought that was cool. That being said, I agree with what you said. I felt like the writing was pretty like amateur hour. Like, you know, I think with some editing, it could have been really fun. It could have taken some really interesting turns, but I don't think that, I don't think that that was the point of this. I mean, if it was, then I, I missed it. I don't think that it was completely like harmless. There was some choice wording that I didn't, <laughs> think was cool um but overall i i enjoyed it and i i left it at that because i figured if i'm curious i can pick it up later and, and go down a different avenue which is right is kind of like it has like a replayability mm -hmm. but for the for the time being when i finished those two kind of like avenues i was done i was like okay i'm good next <laughs> you know more stuff to read so that's my kind of like overall impression and that's why i gave it three stars so it the potential to get better or worse is there <laughs> what about you drea um well i originally gave it one star but then Ooh. i felt bad about giving it a one star just because i wasn't like into it i moved it up to two stars because i think i just don't like reading if I'm going to read porn, it needs to be, like, story-based porn with, like, fleshed out, like, character development and plot. Like, I hate just, like, porn like this will be it via video or story or, like, I just – it's just not my thing. Mm -hmm. And so I think it could have been a different kind of 
writing or different characters and I still would have wanted to give it a one just because it's not my thing and I didn't think that was like 100% fair so that's why I gave it two because I do still think that in terms of like straight up sex type porn it still could have been better (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I just didn't it's not the kind of thing I enjoy I went through a couple of the paths and I was pleasantly surprised like Tashai said that um it wasn't just all like man, woman, traditional sex or, well, I don't know. I started it and I was like, this is stupid with like the five girls and the orgy and the oh, thing. Like, <laughs> this is exactly what I expected this to be. And I, <laughs> but then I did the Billy one next and I was like, okay, this is slightly better. Um, that's his name, right? Billy the trucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It just wasn't. There were too many liquids. Not enough safe <laughs> sex. Not enough like. I don't know. Like, do people in real life really have this much sex? It just mm-hmm. seems like too much. No, it's definitely. It's definitely just fantasy. You know, it it, it truly is. It's <laughs> kind of like you read it because you read it because it you read it and watch it because it is titillating and, and outlandish. I never want to have this much sex. So maybe, I don't know, it's just never this, like, anyway, one star moved it to two stars. There was nothing that I really, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't read anything else by this author. Gotcha. I'm glad that she's out there living her best life and <laughs> off of all these different things. <laughs> well, I, I think that she does, can, she, I looked her up on, at least on Instagram to hopefully get a safe, safe search. <laughs> uh, and I did see that she does continue to write, um, she does continue to write erotica. She appears in an anthology series called Best Women's Erotica. And I think pre-pandemic, she was going to one of the stores or, or a store to read her story. Um, I ended up following that page because there's some pretty cool authors on there. Um, if you're interested, I can put I can put the link to it. But yeah, Best Women's Erotica. I am I not know. interested, but you can put the link for. I meant, I meant for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I meant for like I meant for whoever's listening. I'm not talking. Like maybe to I'll you. check it out. Exactly. <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. This you didn't know. do as much for me as Get a Life, Chloe Brown. So if you're looking for something that's got a lot more heat to it, Andrea. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. I guess. Let's get it. Okay. So I feel like I already know all of the answers to this, but I, I want to kind of like look at the questions that I got from this mysterious person on Instagram, just (laughs) just a bunch of our friends. One of the questions was, uh, were there parts that made you LOL or laugh out loud? And were there parts that made you cringe? So many. (laughs) No, (laughs) so many. (laughs) Made me want to puke. Sorry, what was that? I said no, but they all made me want to puke. Do you mean the speakeasy part? all did you it. read the speakeasy part? No, I, I did not read the speakeasy know. part. What happened in the speakeasy? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Is that the one where it's like the waitress gets under yeah. the... Okay, yeah, that was disgusting. And the <laughs> cocktail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to this bar and like, it's like with Billy and it's like a secret room kind of thing. It has like a curtain and she goes under the table 
to give him a blowjob. And, you know, it's your typical, like, oh, I'm getting sucked off while we're in a restaurant kind of thing. Uh -huh. And the waitress comes in with their drinks and just gets under the table, also gives, they give him a blowjob together. Mm -hmm. And then she, when she's done, she gets back out, spits all of his cum into the cocktail, gives it to her, and then she's like, mmm, milky cum cocktail. Oh, and dear. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you want to know what upset me the most of that entire scene is I'm going, doesn't she work in, like, a strip mall town? Where's this bougie-ass restaurant coming from that is $300 a table? Like, that's isn't your, the that's whole your biggest upset. <laughs> that was my biggest upset. I'm like, this restaurant slash bar does not exist in the same town that this sex shop exists in. I it just know. doesn't. <laughs> these these don't exist in the same city. I'm sorry. They don't. <laughs> uh, let me see. There was one part that made me cringe. Uh, I think happened at the very beginning. And this was one of the one of the issues that I have. So um I I mean, I don't have an issue admitting yet I watch porn and I read obviously read porn. Like I like I like erotic fiction. I like erotic media. And um but you know, there's always that like really like squicky, oh, it's a fantasy. So like all of these things are totally accepted and a lot of them are kind of they're just problematic. So right up right off the top when um in the sex shop, the party of, of girls with the guy comes in. I don't remember their names. It's the uh, but fairies. But it was basically, yeah, his day. entourage. And um, in kind of like describing the activities, because I went with, she's going to be observing what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and in describe the author in describing the girls uses like, this big blonde girl and this ethnic girl the Some ethnically people, ambiguous girl yeah and yeah and i didn't i didn't like that because i just I, I think that obviously language is important you know and if you're gonna say like this black girl was getting fucked then you can just say that you know like you're being explicit about everything else like just you know be really explicit about who's in your book and just be really like be conscious about it but then again because like porn like so many times kind of like delves into these stereotypes, you know, for, for the funny, for the funny aspect or for, <clears throat> you know, for like strange, not like diversity, but for the exoticness of it, you know, mm -hmm. like, Ooh, white girl with big black guy or like, Ooh, Asian girls. And so I just was like, eh. I didn't like that aspect of it. It's not the only time that I, it came across it, but I just, I didn't enjoy it. I read ethnic and went ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> okay who the fuck is you know i was just i don't know it was weird uh so that part made me cringe um and i don't remember I, I laughed a lot at it but then again i also felt like am i supposed to be laughing at this like is this a purposeful joke or am i laughing at it because it's so stupid <laughs> um yeah. but like i said I, I mean i enjoyed parts of it it was definitely like a sexy sexy book um but you know, it wasn't like a perfect book. And like we said before, with some editing, maybe even like some sort of like, it's just a little bit of sensitivity reading even, I think it could have yeah. been even better. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't know if you guys laughed at anything like on purpose or by accident, but that no. was whatever. <laughs> I laughed at stuff in the same way where I was laughing at it. Like what, who does this? Like no one would do this. That was my reaction to a lot of the stuff. And also just like, 
like, okay, so so the whole thing with the book is she's supposed to be like naively inexperienced working at this mm-hmm. sex shop. Mm-hmm. And then there's one path where she decides because she's been masturbating so much for like a month, she's going to teach a like sex class to women in the store. And so she puts it on Facebook and puts up puts post ups. This is when she's trying to play, impress the fucking Ruby Rose ass chick. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to have an event and then she's going to want to be with me because I love her. And all of that storyline I thought was ridiculous because I'm like, fucking calm down. You talk to her, you hooked up, like she's going to never talk to you again because you're being an obsessive, crazy person. But so she decides she's going to do this like sex class and a bunch of these like experienced women show up and like older women. And basically they're like, I love to masturbate. I'm just here to check out what this is for. Like, so, so there's only like one character Mm-hmm. who is on the inexperienced side of the spectrum. And it's either like take this girl by herself to teach her some stuff or like go all together. And in both instances, this girl character is like super shy, super quiet, very kind of anxious of what's going on. And then Taryn just like starts touching her. And, like, putting her hand down her pants and grabbing her boobs and, like, kissing her. And I'm like, this girl's visibly uncomfortable as this scene is happening. And your instinct is, oh, she's nervous. I'm going to put my tits in her mouth. Or she's nervous. (laughs) I'm going to put my hand down her pants. And I'm going to teach her. She needs to celebrate her body. And, like, I'm going to teach her to just, like, love herself, blah, 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 blah. And both scenarios end. I didn't read that one. (laughs) You didn't get that one. And then both scenarios end in the girl just like orgasming crazily and everyone's just like covered in calm and like so happy. But I'm reading it and I'm like, in what world would a really uncomfortable, nervous woman be okay with a stranger who's supposed to be teaching a class on like how to be more comfortable masturbating, Mm -hmm. like fucking just fuck her in front of strangers in this room? In the porno world. That stuff is like super normal. You know what I mean? Like the scenarios are ridiculous. I, I know that I understand where you're going. I just was like, I, this, I, these are all little, little, like, I just imagine them all like little skits, like little porn skits. I just kept trying to figure out like who the audience of this book was meant to be. And I, I think it was the author. <laughs> like she just wrote something she wanted to read because I, I like, I, like I kept trying to imagine like, like, is she writing this for, like girls who like porn or men who like to read porn that's from the point of view of a because it didn't seem I know the main character is a girl but I I don't know well I don't think that I don't think I would be very surprised if the like the target audience would be men like I I, I definitely I mean it some men might enjoy it maybe it's just my my bias but I I I can't picture a guy picking this up. I don't know. But I can't picture I can't picture a girl either. I felt like all the descriptions of the girls, like they were just like tools, like sex objects. Like even the main character is just like it's very male gaze e writing. Yeah, I think it is. I think yeah. it feels very male gazy. And that's what confused me because I even though the main character is a girl, it just I don't well, yeah. know. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's I think that's really important. I think that Taryn is a woman and I think that the 
the audience for this is women, but just because it is for women doesn't mean that the author doesn't have male gaze when she's like writing. Um, mm -hmm. And again, it's kind of like, I just imagine them like little little scenes like in, in, a, in a porno movie, you know? If this was like, um, what is it? The Bandersnatch, like Netflix, the Netflix one where you had to like pick a scenario you know, uh, wh which where to go. Um, yeah, I definitely think that because porn is so like for men, you know, all of these things, um, all of these scenarios were definitely uh, very male gazy. But I have, okay, so yeah. kind of like following that, do you guys think that this book was like meant to be educational? Because Taryn is supposed to be super naive. Do you think that, like there was also kind of like the intention of like, here, let me teach you what this could be. <laughs> well, if that was the case and she's teaching all the wrong things. I was gonna, I was about to say, <laughs> if that's the case, then this becomes like a very dangerous <laughs> book for people who don't have experience having sex because- I never thought I would say this, but I think that the Alice in Wonderland book was <laughs> like more like positively educational than this book. No, absolutely not. What? No, everybody asked for like everybody asked before they did things in the Alice in Wonderland book. Like they still didn't use they still didn't use protection, but they at least like asked for consent. People weren't just like oh, hey, let me interrupt your private sex act and just join in without even asking and shove you out of the way because that's how we do things in this, like... No. In this world. No, I... I, I, I hope... I hopefully... Hopefully don't ever see anyone, depending on this book, to learn anything. Because it also just feels like just even biology. Yeah. I, may, I guess maybe not educational, like how... <laughs> I don't think I meant educational, like how to have sex or how to consent. I think more like how to, or like broaching subjects with like maybe yourself or a partner kind of like, hey, like, would you be interested in like dressing, you know, in a different way or, or using toys? I don't, think, and I don't think they even do that though. No, okay, I, I, don't only think that, I don't think that they, I don't think that they do that in the book. What I mean is like, in re like, let's say, I don't know, you know, you know how like in some, some cases people will read a book and then be like, well, maybe I should start baking, you know? <laughs> so maybe in this case, it's like, well, maybe I should try butt plugs, you know? The maybe. only, okay, I will say that might be a thing that happens because <laughs> I did Google electricity play after this, after I read oh, yeah? it. <laughs> I got to one scene where they were talking, they were talking about like, oh, in the sex store and the Ruby Rose lady is like looking at a thing. She's like, this thing, it's for electricity. And I was like, what? And then I went online and like found uh, um, examples of like current and electricity play and stuff. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, I wonder how this works. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, uh, and then I went on a spiral for like half an hour. I guess that's what I mean. Like, like you know, the, someone would kind of like find out something that they didn't really know anything about, get curious about it and maybe experiment. Well, yeah, I think like in the best case scenario, it would be like what Tosh just described where they would mm -hmm. see something and then Google it for themselves. I would just worry that they would take at face value whatever example was being given in the book as like 
this it's is how, how yeah like this is how this is or this is how this should be approached because mm -hmm. i think all examples in this book are terrible but <laughs> if but if you are just reading it and saying, oh, hey, let me do my own research of this thing that I saw in the book, then yes, I could see it as like finding out a kink or something that you didn't know about. Yeah, and, and I think also, even though, I, even though I don't know, I think that that um, Joanna Angels is nice, is very nice to her characters. Uh, at no point did I feel like she was, even though they kind of are caricatures at one point, I didn't think that she was making fun of them, especially Billy. I was reading through and I was- I liked his story the most. I was reading through and I was worried, you know, that I would encounter something just like, just terrible. I yeah. liked how cool Taryn was about his interests. And I liked how she kind of like wanted to participate and to help him at first, just kind of like as, as someone who's like trying to figure out their job at the sex shop. Um, but then as kind of like his partner and, you know, kind of wanting to, to please, to please him and to help him kind of like discover this side of him. I thought that was really sweet and I was worried, but uh, for not, I don't know. What, yeah. What I, mean, I thought it was sweet other than, thinking that they were all going to get STDs and like, <laughs> no, why would you buy a sex shop with a partner that you've only had for like three days? This is going to end terribly. Now he's going to be your boss, but you're dating <laughs> him. Like, I know. I was yeah. like, what if it doesn't work out? Yeah. I, I, I was like, Billy, save your money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but this is a universe where everyone comes every time. So obviously the business isn't going to fail because uh -huh. this is a fantasy. I, exactly. There you go. Este, See what was Sorry. I going to say? I also was just totally put off with how she ran the store because she was just constantly putting stuff on and using stuff. I'm like, you're a terrible employee. You're lucky <laughs> the woman running this shop is like a burning man lady who's probably like just hippie lifestyle and I'm just like not stressing and she was always drinking that weird ass Kool-Aid moonshine stuff. Her <laughs> punch of Cheetos. The owner of the shop seemed just did anyone else like think that like Cheetos was such like an odd snack to put out? Like they're gonna get their Cheeto finger stains all over like the lingerie and the, like there was a lot of would have been a much better option. I just I, I think pretzels Wait, would have been much yes, now. pretzels would would be a better option. However, I did see online. Um, funnily enough, I think it was with the account that, or one of the accounts that I saw this book appear in originally. It's like it's called a, a chip sleeve, and it's so that you don't get chip crumbs on your fingers. It's like a little silicone. Let me pull. Let me look Isn't it up. Isn't like little finger condoms? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, there's little, I've seen little finger condoms. But oh no, the, the concern isn't about your fingers. The concern is like, I'm going to eat these Cheetos and then I'm going to grab this onesie. And suddenly <laughs> there's Cheeto dust all over this onesie. But because this store is ran like garbage, I'm going to put it back and I'm not going to buy this onesie. Yeah, got like it. the guy who would come and pick up that DVD like every time. Like he, I'm sure he got Check Cheetos. Check it out. Yeah. It's from the Reading Reading Glasses podcast. It's called uh, Chip, Chip Fingers. Chip fingers, <laughs> and it's like a little. It's like a little. Well, what perfect. about your, what about your knuckles? You know, what oh, I mean? oh no, the bag, and then like you just look. The dust just is the best here. Part, perfect for <laughs> snacking, chips, popcorn, nuts, pizza, and much more. And it's like a little sleeve, 
for your fingers. So who knows? I don't think that you should share your finger sleeves either, but that's probably <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Given our current climate, that's probably a smart device so that you're not licking snack dust off your fingertips. But that's my favorite part. So anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, uh, another question is, so we talked about kind of like what scenes made us cringe. Did you guys have... Sorry, let me talk to Tashai. Tashai, did you have a scene that you found was like the hottest, if any? Um, was it like a really hot scene? I can't remember. I only like the scene from the two that I read where, um, yeah, when she, when the, when the, when the sex toy uh, saleswoman takes her to the, meets her at the, she meets her at the hotel. That was, that like, was, that was like, that was a fun read. That was kind of That was, that was really, that was fun. I thought that was cool. And I felt for Taryn, I think, right? Because it's like her first experience with a girl, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, because Taryn is like, is, is bisexual or pansexual. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. It was like her first experience. It was really positive, but it was so good that it hurt like, so she much. goes that, fucking that, crazy. She goes she crazy. Goes she her, has yeah. sex with this lady, and then she becomes obsessed with her, and it's like, I love her. I'm gonna marry her, and I'm like, do you not understand what kind of like a girl she is? Because she's a she's a player. Just because she has a vagina doesn't mean that she's like not a player. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> and then she just keeps texting her over and over and over again, and she's like, I'm just gonna text her one more time. I'm just gonna text her one more time. And I'm like, I hope she never talks to you again. I hope you no. never hear from her. I hope you never hear from her again. And then at some point, she good. texted her back one more time, and I was like, I was like, I hope that I'm like. When characters are like that, when they get just like desesperado, it drives me fucking crazy. And I'm like, I hope you get your heart broken because you're being Aww. an idiot. <laughs> Aww. I, well, I didn't like it that she got her heart broken, but I understood. I laughed. It. I was like, bueno que te pase. You're Aww. a fucking idiot. <laughs> Tasha, you're so cruel. I am. Um, I'm like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> this is happening to you for a reason. How are you like allowed to drive? Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> well, I think she was meant to be like, because stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if stupid is the right word. Um, because we're naive. supposed to be able to, yeah, naive. We're supposed to be able to take her through like any avenue. She's not, um, she doesn't I have the most distinctive, distinctive like personality. Yeah, you know? I don't think she was naive because she definitely, I don't think she's necessarily surprised by the things that occur. I think she's just one of those like, yes, people. It's like, oh, you want to jump off a cliff? Okay. You want to do a ton of drugs? Okay. You want to go have an orgy? Okay. Like, okay, out of those three, I, I feel would like she came from a broken home. She doesn't do a ton of drugs and jump off a cliff. <laughs> I wish I know she would have said yes, though. Which one would you, you call make it if you were presented with those three options? You, you, you can call, call it. it. Well, I would clearly pick the orgy, but use like protection. You call it ah, naive, yeah. I call it stupid. <laughs> Got it. I mean, that's fine. Uh, so let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember how many endings it has. I couldn't calculate. I didn't feel like calculating. I was too lazy for it. Do you, okay, will you open a sex store? Would you consider opening a sex store? And yes. I, yes. With you guys, yes. Yes, I think that we should, if anyone's listening out there, Interested in doing some collaboration? Only lovers of the financial kind. That's what oh, she means. Because we have money. 
Yeah. <laughs> investors? Any investors out there looking to branch out? In investors, sugar daddies, sugar mamas, whatever you want to call them. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, okay. When we're when we're not when we're no longer online, uh, Ivan and I were talking about designing something that we thought could be like funny, but also like cute and empowering. So I'll I'll let you guys know about it afterwards because I don't want the internet to steal the idea. But at it. <laughs> <clears throat> and I guess one of our last, not our last question, but one of the questions that I, I have here from an anonymous source is, what is the I guess this question is mostly for you, Andrea. What is the appropriate amount of liquids for, for a vaccine? And I, I know that I think that that message was sent as a as a joke, but I, I think I, I want to know because liquids are essential to sex. Like, is it that you just don't want to hear about them at all, or is it like a ratio? Like, what is the what is your ideal liquid I situation? Just, I just feel like whenever we read these books. And no, exactly. Books, it comes up every time. I feel like we should we should talk about it. I feel it. like <laughs> these books, I specifically mean any book that you have picked that is classified as like erotic. erotic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like I don't know, maybe other people out there just find this sexy and that's why it is, but I feel like they make a point to describe just how much like gushing is like happening from like both parties like I assume if I'm reading about two people having sex that they are appropriately lubricated because that is a necessity to have yeah yeah but but in these scenes it seems like it's not just like oh cool everybody's like lubricated it's like the waterfall of wetness was like soaking her legs till she felt like she was standing in a jacuzzi of her own cum. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a dream that I just cannot understand. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why it's a thing. It's not one book specific. I keep seeing no, it. Yeah, it, 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 it's, I think it's a characteristic of erotic fiction and I don't know. <laughs> I, I also, I don't have a problem with it, but I also am kind of baffled by the appeal as well. Let's put it that way. Like, it doesn't bother me, but I get what you're saying. I just, so, okay, let's say liquids should be an assumption in, a, in an ideal Andrea sex scene. Well, I just feel like, one, I don't understand what's, like, sexy about describing them to that degree. But two, I just... I just feel like if you were actually having sex in real life and your bed turned into a water bed because the person was gushing so much all over you, you wouldn't actually be into it. <laughs> like, I'd be like, did you just pee? <laughs> if you did, it's okay. But we should, we should change the sheets before it sets in. To reiterate, uh, if you are going to read uh, Get a Life, Chloe Brown... <laughs> There's an appropriate amount of moisture in that book. Good, I'm glad. I think because there's a couple of like really sexy scenes, and the way it was described is a lot more palatable in my opinion. Because there's ways of writing that like a girl is wet without it having to be like it was dripping down her leg and soaked into her socks. Yeah. And yeah. I finished reading today the In the Dream House by Carmen Machado, which was really really sad but is about you know a lesbian relationship in which they have a lot of sex and it's mm -hmm. a it's a memoir you know she describes things like in detail and like very realistically mm -hmm. 
And and there was a, I thought there was a very appropriate amount of liquid. So this is <laughs> just like a fiction problem. I feel like I feel like when people are talking about their own real sexual experiences, <laughs> there is not this like abundance of liquids everywhere. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's supposed to be like. I mean, even though we're reading it, but it's kind of like a signifier of like, whoa, this is being like this is physically like a tangible representation of just how much like out of control pleasure this person is feeling, you know? It's it's not enough that they're like vocalizing it, but their body is creating like this, like there's no denying it. It's just so much, da 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 da, you know? That's, yeah. At least that's how I see it. And that's why I just kind of see for, yeah. for what it is. It's just so strange. Yeah. And also like, you know, when you're like playing a sport, and you're just like sweating buckets and then you need to like chug two bottles of water because you're so dehydrated. These people never drink water. They're just like <laughs> all over the place and it doesn't affect them at all. That's yeah. why she passes out when she finishes having sex with the lesbian in the hotel room because she's dehydrated. That's she hallucinates their whole relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's actually just waking up two days later because housekeeping comes in to clean the hotel. And they're like... Yeah. Ma'am, are you okay? And she's like, huh, huh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I think that's that's what it is more than anything. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like you know, signifier. Yes, these people are having fun. How much fun? This much fun. Gallons and gallons, and it's a waterbed now. Uh, so, the way you're explaining it does kind of make sense because men obviously have like giant erections that you can see, but women, it's like her nipples got hard. Yeah. Um, and a water hose shot out of her kuka. One question I have here. Do you consider smut a respectable genre? Have you ever read good smut? Clan of the Cape Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Do you, Wait, is where, that... do you draw, where do you draw the line, though? Because, like... Well, like kind of like in romance, right? Yeah. When we're talking about a romance book, the relationship is the plot. Is the plot, right? So yeah. in an erotica, sex is the plot. This act of the sex and the hooking up and the final release is is the point so i think the only ones i've read have been the ones that you've picked for book club and i think i have given them all once yeah. a very low rating <laughs> yeah it's hard to find because there's so much there's an abundance of it i think it's easy to write that but being I ask, said that's because i feel like we've read romances where there are a lot of sex scenes yeah so i don't know if there was like where does it cross over <laughs> well i think it's because think the sex less plot Definitely less plot, and the sex is like an extension of the love that's felt in the in the book. Like, so for example, uh, what the heck is the book called that we read? It um, the the one of the last Wallflower books, Scandal in Spring. There was yeah. a couple of sex, like explicit sex scenes in that. But some people will call that smut, but I don't think that is considered smut because it's it's definitely romance first, sex later, and I think smut is sex first and always. So one of my favorite smut books to read are actually uh, graphic novels. So I, mm -hmm. whenever um, Smut Peddler comes out with um, a volume, I have a couple here. Um, I actually, no, I only have one here because the other one's, so this one's uh, Sex Machine. And this is like graphic novel, sexy times. And it's got just, this one is with, with robots. So it's my, it's my <laughs> favorite. And I think there's one coming out later that is called uh, Silver. And then so the, the, the protagonists in the stories are all older. They're like, you know, of the, oh. the golden age. And so 
You yes. you loaned me like a monster one, right? Yeah, my monster boyfriend. My monster um, boyfriend. That was like fun. I liked that. That was so, like a fun read. Yeah. Uh, so I think yes. I just think that I think that yes, it is a respectable genre. I think that anything that explores like sexuality and like helps people explore sexuality is cool. But that there is just so much of it and so much that is bad. <laughs> that it overlooks like something that can be actually really good, like the Smut Peddler series. And who knows? I feel like that's why I followed Best Women's Erotica because, you know, uh, who knows if Joanna Angel has gotten better. This was like her first foray into writing. Maybe she's gotten a little better. I'm gonna check it out. I'll report back. But um, if we haven't read it in book club, it's because, I mean, we only have what, a small selection of books that, that are that. Um, but there's definitely more, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think yes, but I don't think that what we've read for book club is representative of all the smut that's out there. I definitely think that we pick some clunkers, it happens. <laughs> but I think that it is pretty respectable and that it's worth exploring, at least worth in like finding something that's good. If you want to start with this, Joanna Angel's Night Shift, then Get ready for the liquids. But I mean, you could also do worse. You could also be taken by the T-Rex, which is just another. Or um, Fifty Shades of Alice in Wonderland. Fifty Shades of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that, those are, I think, and then Captive Desire is also mm -hmm. bordering the line of like, is this a sci-fi? Because love is really important there too. Um, but definitely the amount, I would say also the amount of liquids puts it firmly in erotica. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite is uh, romantic erotica or erotic romance, which is mm -hmm. and like wallflower books. It is romance, but there's a like the the erotica in it is good. Like mm -hmm. I think if you put as much effort in your erotica content in the book as you do in your romantic plot development, mm -hmm. like you're like, okay, cool. I'll read that. Sign me up. That's a good book for me. Like even the, these, like, I keep saying Chloe Brown cause it's the most recent one. Mm -hmm. That's a romance book, but it's got some oh, yeah. like, hot sex scenes in it. So that to me is like an erotic romance. So I, there are some people I would recommend it to. And there are some people that I would not recommend it to. Whereas with romance novels that have less of that tone to it, mm -hmm. it's more like, it's a minocente. This is like, oh, people are in love. It's like a lifetime movie. Like, mm -hmm. It's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a good question. Thank you, Instagram follower. <laughs> and then I have one here. Is there a diversity of characters having sex or is it just hetero? There's a diversity of people having sex for sure. Lots of ladies. Lots of ladies. Uh, well, I mean, granted with what Andrea says also being the case, which is pretty being ladies, but also very male gazy lady mm -hmm. on lady action. Um, mm -hmm. But there is that, and there's also the fact that, I mean, even though, like, right, Billy and Billy is a man and Taryn is a woman, they have kind of, like, this kind of kink going on, kind of like this gender-bent kink that I think yeah. is pretty interesting to explore. So, I don't know. I, I don't think it was, like, the worst. I thought definitely at the bottom of the barrel. It could have been better, but I still enjoyed it. Um, and I, I'll probably just kind of flip through it if I'm bored, It's if it's here and my pages aren't too waterlogged. Because <laughs> there's there's four, I think, total endings. Let's see what I mean, dumb thing she does. If you're looking for like the fast track to feeling I mean, yeah. I read somewhere that like people who read erotica are, are you know, it helps you with your empathy or something like that. I don't know. I read that some, uh, somewhere. That's so, like bullshit. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I read it somewhere. It could be bullshit. It could be not. I wouldn't discard you it though. Feel more empathetic when you were reading this book. No, I think maybe the point was that you consider other people's pleasure and yeah, feelings. yeah, something like that. Um, so one moment. Who knows? I don't know. It, it gave me a lot to think about. I enjoyed the questions that we had. Did you guys have anything else that you wanted to bring up? Um, I did think it was funny that she like broke the fourth wall and turned herself into a character who was kind of a <laughs> bitch at some point. I liked it. I liked that like, part. She wasn't super great. And then she's like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, blah, 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 blah. And then they hook up. And I, I thought that was really funny. I'm like, I want to write myself into a story as an asshole, but then not actually an asshole. Yeah, I kept wondering. I kept those are that's one of the parts where I kept wondering: Am I supposed to laugh at this? Is she really like this? Is she poking fun at herself? Yeah, she's yeah. just like ha ha slap 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 ha ha blah, blah, doing all this shit. And I'm like, are you are you like this, or is this <laughs> you writing how you think people think you are because you star in porn and you direct and produce and write? Yeah, I don't want to think. I don't want to think too hard about it because that was definitely fun. I said, oh shit. <laughs> I, it was a genuine surprise. I said, oh shit, she wrote herself into the book. Yeah. It was, both, it was both funny, but also slightly kind of like, well, I mean, if 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 you were trying to pretend that it wasn't kind of like a gimmicky cash grab idea, yeah. then like yeah. that's, that's out the window. Like I definitely believe that that was the case. Yeah. Um, and I also, I think if I'm not mistaken, when she describes herself in the book, she doesn't describe herself as hot. Like she, she describes herself... I can't remember where it is, but it's one of those things where Taryn is like, she wasn't like incredibly attractive, but she had this aura about her where she just knew what she was doing and she knew people were here to see her and like to yeah. fuck her and that made mm -hmm. her really hot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she exuded, she yeah. exuded that, that's that sexy aura. She's just like, know. I'm here for me for this. Yay. Well, anyway, but it's over now. Now back to regular <laughs> programming. <laughs> Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I would recommend this to someone who would be interested in, I don't know, reading, reading something different. I, I think that despite its flaws, it's, it's not bad. Just borrow it from a friend. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not too, too sure, um, that there's no reason why you wouldn't, you wouldn't enjoy it. If this is the kind of thing you like, if you seek out erotic fiction, then this is something that you're, you're definitely going to enjoy. Um, so yeah, that was it. That was Night Shift by Joanna Angel. Um, the next book that we're going to be reading. So after we have finished Q2, wait, yeah, Q2 has now come to a close. We've all chosen a book. Um, and so now we're moving into Q3. I posted the books that we're going to be reading on Instagram. You can check it out at Only Lovers Book Club on Instagram to see which ones they are. But I've got the next one here. Da, 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 da. And it's um Tasha's pick. Uh Island Affair by Priscilla Oliveras. Peace Aww. to love. How cute. I freaking love this cover, man. It's so cute <laughs> and tropical. I, I'm gonna have to like remember what that book was about. That's okay. When I read it, then I will remind you. So you. I like these little cute little cute ass little hummingbirds man it says first in a new series there's no faking desire like this and in the back it says um sought after social media influencer sarah vance in recovery from an eating disorder is coming into her own with a potential career expansion on the horizon despite the good news her successful siblings and their perfect spouses have a way of making her feel like the odd one out 
So when her unreal, unreliable, <laughs> unrealistic, haha. So when her unreliable boyfriend oh, is a no show for a Florida family vacation, I will kill, I would kill someone if they. <laughs> Sarah recruits Luis Navarro, a firefighter paramedic and dive captain, willing to play the part of her smitten fiance. <laughs> Luis's big human familia has been in Key West for generations, and his quiet strength feeds off the island's laid-back style. Though guarded after a deep betrayal, he'll always help someone in need, especially a spunky beauty with a surprising knowledge of Spanish curse words. Soon, he and Sarah have memorized their How We Met story and are immersed in family dinners, bike tours, private snorkeling trips, sharing secrets and slow-melting kisses. But when it's time for Sarah to return home, will their fake relationship fade like the stunning sunset or blossom into something beautiful? Y'all, I mean, I'm excited. So, <laughs> Did you read it? No, I oh. I'm excited to read it. Oh, I know okay. that I know that you've read it and we're like, eh, but I'm like really pumped to read it. No, I think no, it sounds I, sweet. I wanna see I wanna see what you think about it. I have like very specific now that as you went through the description, I'm remembering the stuff that I just had problems with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was fun. It was like a sweet read. Yeah, I, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting it to be a sweet read and Pris Priscilla, Priscilla, Priscilla Oliveras. I will say Latinx author. So I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. Spanish curse words. Let's see what you got. See what you I got. will say handle my Puerto Rican curse words. <laughs> I will say that the guy character, I liked him a lot more than the main girl character. Mm. So tell me keep that in mind as you're reading the story like mm -hmm. which protagonist you kind of like more because usually they try to keep them on like an even playing field and i definitely mm -hmm. liked him a lot more than i liked her gotcha yeah sometimes when that happens i have to be like is this internalized misogyny or like is this written bad yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah that's what we're gonna be reading um next month so we will get together i think the last sunday uh in july and then i will put the Put the episode out on youtube that Yay. week monday or tuesday uh but um no later than that so yeah Ooh. if you have made it this far don't forget to subscribe either here on youtube or wherever you're listening to podcasts preferably apple podcasts and if you're feeling really generous leave us a review you can find our tip jar on our links as well as our socials our books our websites our zines and I hope that you at some point find a junction where you can choose to like have buckets of like amazing, <laughs> sexy, liquidy sex or choose a path of like normal, you know, realistic kind of like super mom and pop sex and that you're happy with whatever you choose. <laughs> I'll see you. We'll see you next month. <laughs>